All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Lots of uh, first and exciting shit that we've done lately. I cannot wait to get into this today. Same. But before we do, we want to say a very big thank you to our partners at Cassidy.com. In the new year, I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions unless it is to be naked with more amazing people. And then I highly recommend that being your New Year's resolution. And we have the perfect site for you to do it on, which is Cassidy.com. There are many lifestylers across the United States. There are some even internationally that you can connect with and chat and decide who you want to meet up with. So if you want to try it free for 30 days, Cassidy has a special offer for listeners of our show. If you go to our website, fromporchswingers.com, and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage, you are going to get all of the Cassidy features free for an entire month. Again, that's fromporchswingers.com, and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. We will see you there. Hey, listen, I am resolute to getting naked more often in 2022. I think you should. Although we did spend several months at a nude resort in 2021, so you were naked a lot. I was, but not a lot, not as much fucking as I would like to see happen in 2020. So you want to be naked and fucking? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, 100%. I like that. I yeah. do too. Yeah, listen, we start we started out the year with a bang very literally. <laughs> I did. A bang. With a bang. Yeah. I did. We got the chance to spend uh New Year's Eve with just two fucking amazing people. I cannot say enough good things about them. They are an insanely awesome couple that we have been fortunate enough to connect with here in Vegas and we got the chance to spend the evening with them. I was naked with both of them. This is going to shock people, but I kept all of my clothes on, minus my scarf, the entire time. Yeah, you were completely dressed. I was not. I got a chance to play with both the husband and the wife, and it was a great fucking time. That's how you bring in the new year. And I got to watch and take photos, and I know probably a lot of you are like, what the fuck is wrong with Brenna? What happened? No, I wanted this. Trust me. In fact, yeah. at one point, you were like, you should suck some cock. And I'm like, "Can I, I just want to watch for once. I never <laughs> just get to sit and be a little warrior. <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, midnight rolls around we have our champagne toast uh you know chat for a little bit and then you and i come home about one o'clock in the morning then it's time for the reconnective portion of our evening and unlike normal reconnective time with us it was me talking about what had just transpired which as opposed to you so fucking hot because you're telling me how she felt and you're talking about what it was like to be with her and i don't usually get that because even after you're with someone you give me kind of overarching stuff until we talk about it on right. the podcast much if like we, today for if example. we do talk about it yeah i know nothing of what we're going to talk about today <laughs> Right. But the chance to hear it like right after it happened and it was still very raw, you could tell you remembered all of it and you felt all the feelings and I got all the energy from you. Well, you're also there. So it's helpful, right? Because <laughs> you're still like, you're still thinking about it. And as I'm saying something to you, whether it's really specific or not, you can like kind of go back into your, your memory bank and be like, oh shit, I was there for that. And trust it's me, hot. I have some memory snapshots that are going to be burned into my brain. Well, you have actual snapshots. 
thoughts as well. I mean, well. I do. I have some pictures, but I have some things that even without the pictures, I'm like, oh God, that was so hot. I'm going to remember that for a hot minute. Yeah, it was, it was very fucking fun. I, I'm telling you, that's how you bring in the new year. No question about it. Well, I was thinking about it because there was so... Granted, I understand New Year's is like Christmas for swingers, or it is the swingers version of Christmas. I guess. People fucking love New Year's and that's fine. But typically as a swinger, you go to a lifestyle club on New Year's Eve and maybe you're going with a group. But if you go by yourself, you're just surrounded by people that you may not connect with. You may not even have sex with and you have to have the booming music all night long and you're dealing with drunk idiots. We didn't have to do any of that. We no. ha- we got to hang out with people that we knew were sexually attracted to and we knew you were probably going to fuck. And I don't know how we knew that. That's very rude. You were just incredible. A- that's very naughty. presumptuous of you. Yeah, okay, sure. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> no, we didn't. Yeah, My we, point yeah. is it was great. It was the perfect way to celebrate the new year, and I'm so glad we did it. Well, listen, the idea that we were able to bring it in with uh, two people that like we did, drink a couple of really nice bottles of wine, had some meat and cheese, and then I got the opportunity to be naked with both of them, uh, and I enjoy their company immensely. Yeah, it's pretty fucking hot. So, and then we top it off with this lovely little champagne toast in the kitchen. Yeah. Like, we weren't all just, you know watching each other bang or banging. Yeah, absolutely, which I love the most. So yeah, great fucking 2021 end for us, no doubt about it. Yeah, 2021 was a big year for us, period. Our lives changed in so many ways. It's actually crazy to think about. Yeah, we had a we recapped it, uh, much like we talked about on a previous episode. We stole a page out of the Swinging Flamingos book and went and had dinner and drinks and just kind of went over everything that had, or most of what had transpired in 2021, everything we could remember and really just kind of tried to decide what we wanted 22 to look like, you know, personally, not so much professionally. And yeah, I mean, there was just so many things to to pull from. And then, of course, you take the experiences that we've had since we've been in Vegas for what will tomorrow be like a total of two months. And it's fucking amazing what uh, what has happened for us. It's fucking insane. Yeah, it really is. You know, it, it's crazy. When, when, you know, the stars align, man, there's just no fucking telling. And it's always when you... You're not looking for it. You least expect it. You know, you're not even trying to find it. Well, it's a kind of a combination of the two, which is something else that we've been talking a lot about lately. Yes, if you have an open mind and things are going to fall in your lap and you accept them, that can be really great. But there's also th- times when you have to kind of manifest your own destiny. <laughs> you have yeah. to create your own destiny, so to speak. And that's what I've been doing a little bit lately as we go into the new year, because one of the th- great things that came out of that conversation you and I had about 2021 and going into the new year is that I want some very specific things and they're not just going to fall in my lap. I'm not just going to go to the grocery store and find it or something that's not going to happen. So I've been putting a lot more thoughtful and strategic effort into finding the right play partners for me in the right scenarios. So I'm really excited for that, not only because I think it'll create some great stories, hopefully that you guys will want to listen to, but more so because I think it's a, a good growth opportunity for me and for us. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we are interested in seeing happen this year, this coming year. I think one of those we just talked about on the bonus episode was taking situations for what they are. We always are striving to have the most incredible experience so that you and I can have that incredible reconnective time. And while that's the driving force for me when it comes to the hot wife space, it isn't always necessary that that be the 
end all be all for every single experience we have. And, you know, we talked about heading to BFF this month. Now I can say this month is January. Two weeks two away. Two weeks away. I anticipate and us. For those of you who have not been listening to previous episodes, BFF is by Fuckfest. It happens in Palm Springs twice yeah. a year. And we are going for the first time and we are fucking excited. Yeah, we're going with friends that we have met here, people we have never met before, and folks that have reached out to us that because they heard us talking about it on the show and said that they're going to be there and they want to meet us as well. So we're going to be we're going to have a good time. But the the big piece of this for me is that we will have the opportunity to play together as a unit, as a couple, and independently, and and that's okay. And not think too much about it, and not take yeah. everything so damn seriously. Yeah, I think that's been the biggest part of this for us, is we're always searching for what we think is going to be the best, the hottest scenario, so that we can have that reconnective, mind-blowing experience afterwards. And that's a lot of pressure to put on each other. I think part of it is we're very cerebral. I don't mean to say smart. You're smart. You're the smart one and the sexy one. And I'm 100% the funny one. You're insane. (laughs) I I am the funny one. Absolutely not. But anyway, my point is... (laughs) We overthink things because we think deeply about things, and that's really, really good in most situations. But when it comes to fucking, sometimes you just have to let it go, like empty your mind of things. It's really difficult to do. I'm definitely trying harder to do that. Last night was a perfect example. I never, we really never do what we did last night. We've done it one other time. In one other three time in and five, a half years, yeah, almost four years. Four years, yeah. yeah. One other time. And so for me, it was to some degree... Stepping outside of the the box and, you know, just kind of letting yourself go and not getting in my own head. Not easy to do. It just isn't. So trying to work on that. And I think that's one of the things I'm going to really focus on uh, this year is just accepting, you know, situations for what they are not beating myself up over it if it's not the best fucking experience ever and n- trying not to orchestrate things as much i think really just just kind of digging in and, and having a good time with it and if it doesn't work just just moving away from it and i'm the exact opposite i need to orchestrate and plan things a little bit more because i just live by the seat of my pants and all things and i need to be more proactive if i want to make certain things happen and that's yeah. like not only in the lifestyle too i mean now oh, everything I, I i'm wanting to get into my fitness journey again and i'm wanting to really pay attention to my body and my health like those are all things i'm not just gonna wake up one day and be healthy like i need no to... you actually have to do something about that yeah it's a, it sucks so same <laughs> thing with trying to make my fantasies co- become reality yeah i think we have a lot to listen we have a lot to look forward to for sure and i'm just i can't wait to get started actually we have gotten started and i think uh bff is going to be a great fucking kickoff for that i am so fucking pumped for that oh i can't wait i cannot wait to tell you guys what it's like although i almost don't want to tell you because yeah. they have such limited tickets for their events i don't want everyone starting to go so actually guys it's gonna suck yeah we're not, not talking about get it. tickets yeah. Yeah, we're never gonna talk about it yeah in fact we may be buying tickets for the summer event before we get to the winter event just to make sure we have tickets god i hope they don't sell out that quickly we'll find out but yeah it's gonna be uh interesting we have a lot of shit happening for us personally it's gonna be great i can't wait same yeah so single guy tip of the week lots of op opportunity there. See, you say that, but we've actually kind of taken a step back up until the last couple of days because we had Christmas and we we had so much professional stuff going on. And that was also nice. But it's kind of like when you take a break, it's kind of like when you go on vacation, right? You go on vacation, you have this great time and you get a chance to get away from work. So you would think it would be easier to go back to work, but it's way more difficult. It's kind of the same thing with taking a break from all the apps and the messaging and all that only to come back to 
hundreds of them and many of them not awesome. Well, that's my point. We haven't really been dealing with a lot of it because we kind of left it alone for a bit because of everything happening. But then once you kind of look at it, it just comes fast and furious. It's like, it's like whoa, what? We're yeah, getting, where did this bullshit like come from? Like running into a fucking brick wall. Yeah, I'm not even weirdness sure. Weirdness and awkwardness and bad behavior and manners well and it's really a level of ignorance that's it's astounding to me so we're going to talk about that one of the things that i've really been wanting to focus on and i know i've said this on previous episodes but i've done nothing to make it happen i have officially changed that i have put up some ads and sent out some messages potentially looking for a cuckold dynamic with another man so this would be a long-term play partner that i would really kind of top in some ways and there's a lot of opportunities opportunity there. I mean, whether it's chastity or whether it's some level of humiliation, me playing with someone else in front of them or telling them about it, lots of different opportunities there and all of them fucking turned me on. And so when I put this ad out, I was kind of shocked at the responses. None of them were all that egregious. It was more so that the people that were reaching out, the guys that were reaching back out to me, a lot of them made it very clear they had no idea what cuckolding really was. So, for example, one of the more interesting ones was this gentleman that reached out and said, yes, I would love to be your cuckold. I actually have another female in the area that I play with and I could tie you up or tease you with her so I could fuck her in front of you and you could watch and then I'm going to tease you. And I was like... Well, no, that's not what I'm looking for. I mean, that sounds hot, but that's not what I'm looking for. That's actually reverse cuckolding or cuckqueening. And he writes back and he goes, nah, I don't feel like that's correct. I'm like, it is, though. Yeah, it's it's like you said, it's not even that, you know, they send these these responses and it seems like they're like they didn't read it properly. They they, they really just don't know. And and that's OK. But, yeah, but it's to me, it's like if you're responding to something and you don't know what you're talking about. That's a recipe for a disaster. You should probably do a little bit of research. If you're if you're like, ah, I might know what cuckolding is, but I'm not 100% sure. I don't have any real experience with it. Don't you think that you would, you know, read a book, listen to a podcast, something before you reach out to someone looking for it? The intelligent person would do that. But I think that a lot of these guys that, that reached out to you, and there's a couple of them that stand out, that, I, that of course, is you know just one of them. It's like, yeah, you don't know what this means at all, and you're simply just trying to get your foot in the door. Right. And that is that is just not a good plan. Listen, single guy in this space, I get it. Lots of competition. There is a lot of fucking obstacles you've got to get through to really make it work for you, particularly in a place like, you know, where we are in Vegas. It's you know very busy, a lot happening, lots of people. I get it. It, it can be a little bit of, of a, a frustration. It's daunting for it, sure. It, it I totally have is. empathy for the guys in that in that way. It is. But the truth of the matter is, if you do it the right way, you stand out. When you don't stand out is when you just send these ridiculous messages that absolutely have nothing to do with the subject matter. Right. You know, if you actually took the time to do a little research, send a cogent message, make it clear that you have some understanding of what's happening and you and that get you're it. actually interested in yeah. what I'm looking for. Because the other thing I got over and over again is, well, I'm not interested in that, but I would be interested in this. Right. That's great. You can be interested in whatever the fuck you want, but I am looking for a cuckold. How yeah. much more clear can I make it? This is not a negotiation. This is what I'm looking exactly, for. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. not at a swap meet here, bro. Like, uh, yeah, that's the thing about it. I think that really drives me the craziest is if these guys would just do the smart thing, find something that makes sense for you personally, 
reach out to the people that with whom that would work or seemingly work. Make it clear that you have some understanding of what the fuck you're talking about. Be polite, be thoughtful, and I, I think you're going to have a much better chance of this of success in this space. Of course, you can't just throw a fucking net over it. The other thing you cannot do, and it drives me fucking crazy is you cannot rely on porn as your resource yeah no don't do that that is not your research method that is going to help you to understand the intricacies of different lifestyles that is not a thing no you can watch all the porn you want if it makes your dick hard that's fine but just because something makes your dick hard doesn't mean you know what the fuck you're talking about well that's what happened i think that's what's happening with some of these guys they're watching something that's labeled as you know, cuckolding or hot wifing or whatever. It's clearly not what it is, but they're watching or, it. Or it's a very extreme version of it. Yeah, it's a fringe version. Is, yeah. 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 I mean, it's only really meant for porn. It's not something that's usually happening right. in people's bedrooms. It's, yeah. It's, it's just not the norm. And it's not likely it's not realistic, but they watch this and they think, oh, fuck, I, I know what that means. No, you don't. No, you totally don't. No, you watched a twenty-minute porn that yeah. you probably didn't even get all the way through. <laughs> well, yeah, because you got your dick got hard, you jerked off, and then you turned the fucking thing off. <laughs> and you're so like, you have, oh, yeah. trust me, I'm a I'm a cuckolding expert. Yeah, now. you're an expert, all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it, man. If listen, if it makes your dick hard, then it works for you. Go find that. Absolutely. Go find that scenario. But also do your fucking research so you know what is turning you on. Yeah, yeah. And how you're going to go about finding it in a way that's respectful and meaningful and authentic. Yeah, and I, and I promise if if you do that as a single dude in this space, you will have a much greater success rate than than the alternative, which is just a fucking terrible idea. Yeah, so single you know? guy tip of the week, do that. Do your research and reach out according to that research in a way that is respectful and meaningful. Now, I will say I am very aware of the fact that this whole cuckolding journey is going to take a while because this is somebody that has to check a lot of boxes. This is somebody I have to want to spend time with outside of the bedroom because there's a lot of trust that goes into this. This is somebody that obviously needs to have some availability to build that trust with me and to go down different roads with me. It has to be somebody that's open-minded. It has to be someone that I have some level of attraction to. For sure. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on here. So I know it's not going to happen right away, but I'm also very turned on just by the idea of looking, which tells me that I'm going down the right road. Well, it's also like, yeah, it may not happen right away. It's not going to be the easiest thing, but it's going to be much easier now that you're actively trying to find. Yeah. Now that I'm not just assuming that someone's going to reach out and be like, hello, I am a cuckold who you will find attractive. Someone's just going to knock on the door. Yeah. Yeah, Might you be looking for an attractive cuckold? (laughs) Probably not likely. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be amazing? It would be, but it's not going to happen. Like if someone knocked on our door and was like, oh, sorry, I have the wrong address. But do you happen to want a cuckold? Yeah. Why? Yes. Kind sir, I do. Come on in. As if. It would be nice. (laughs) But no. No. So today, unusually, uh, we're going to be talking about an experience that I had. I am just going to throw this out there. You have now played with two women... On three separate occasions since the last time I had a hot wife encounter. Yes. That is insane. That never happens. No. I think it is so awesome. I think it is so hot. And I love the little bit of role reversal. I don't want to keep it that way because I'm a slut and I want to get fucked often. Yes. But I am so excited that this has been a little bit of reversal for us. And I think it's going to be exciting to uh, hear you tell a very hot story from the very few details I know. Yeah. You don't have much of this at all uh, other than the fact that obviously... So you know the gal, so you know she's a fucking smoke show. Beautiful woman. Wow. Yeah, uh, man, I, like I said in a previous episode, maybe last week or the week before, I'm really fucking lucky. I have no, I cannot complain about a fucking thing when it comes to 
my experiences uh, in this space uh, and the the people with whom I have the, had the opportunity to play. I mean, again, just amazing woman. So, and a great couple, just so much fucking fun. And, you know, this is another one of those situations that I was given a lot of fucking trust and it's a first, it was a first for that, for this couple. So I'm, I'm just super excited about it. It was so fucking hot and I cannot wait to talk about it. Same. I'm so turned on by the idea of it. I can't wait to get to it. But first we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by your friends at Promescent. You guys have heard us talk about a lot of Promescent products, but one of my personal favorites and ones that I use constantly are the female arousal gels. So you can enjoy more orgasms or stronger orgasms by using the Promescent female arousal gels. They have tingling, buzzing, and warming sensations. They boost blood flow to the clitoris for greater arousal, and they're made right here in the USA. They're paraben and hormone-free, so you know that they're safe to be putting on your body. I personally love the warming female arousal gel, but my favorite is the buzzing gel. Oh my gosh, you guys, I cannot express enough how much this amps up my solo play. You truly need to try it for yourself. So you can get 15% off of all of the Promescent products when you head to promescent.com, that is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com and use our promo code FPS15OFF, that's FPS15OFF to get 15% off of your order. We hope that you love these products. We hope that you'll stick them in your swinger bag to amp up your fun in 2022. Hey everyone, the Hot Wives of Denver is quickly coming your way. March, Saturday the 19th, it is going to be a party not to be missed. Limited tickets. We are going to limit the number of people that are going to be attending in an attempt to provide you with the most outstanding experience possible. Great single dudes that we have vetted ourselves. Amazing couples in a tremendous environment. You are not going to want to miss this party. Again, this is going to be March the 19th on Saturday. Tickets are available, but they are limited. So go to members.frontporchswingers.com for all the info and your tickets. We look forward to seeing you there. So I think when we say we have a hot wife encounter to talk about, everyone just assumes that I'm going to be the one getting fucked and I'm going to be the one talking about the story that happened because I'm the one that got fucked. But that's not what happened this time. Although it is still a hot wife experience, which we're going to explain. It is a hot wife experience. It was someone else's hot wife experience. I was fortunate enough to be the uh, person involved in said experience. You were uh, the bull for a night. I was. And, you know, it's a it's a position that I really do enjoy, no pun intended. Why do you enjoy it? Let's talk about that. Well, it's pretty simple. What's interesting in situations like this, and I don't know if other guys in in this situation would look at it this way. Honestly, I think a lot of folks are just a little bit more self-serving in these uh, situations. For me, it's not just the act itself of being able to play with what turned out to be an amazing woman. I mean, she is so fucking hot and so sexy, which we're going to talk about. But there's also a level of trust that is bestowed upon you by a couple. That's a big fucking deal. And in a situation like this, again, I've been very fortunate. This particular couple has never had an experience like this before. They have had some lifestyle experiences, but nothing like this. No separate room play or separate play at all for the for the wife. And and this is now the second time that has happened because if yes. you guys recall, Brian at Podbash had the great fortune of playing with Madison from Friends with a Twist, and it 
was their very first time playing apart from each other. And I mean, the fact that you just had these things land in your lap, I think most men would cut off a limb to be in your position, especially considering both of these women were incredibly attractive. Well, and let me say, you know, we did just listen to uh, the latest episode of Friends with a Twist. And the question uh, was asked to Madison what her most, what her fondest memory of, you know, lifestyle memory of 21 was. And she referenced our uh, time together. I I cannot tell you how humbling that is and and what a fucking privilege to even be considered uh, one of our highlights of the year. It's because you eat pussy like a champ and you have a great cock and a great attitude. Well, but the truth is when she says something like that or someone says something like that, that's one of the reasons that I'm so excited about it because I get to give an amazing woman and a couple, an amazing couple, a real experience that yeah, they're not going to forget. That's exactly what it is. It's not just, oh, I went and banged her. It's you provided an experience for them that they are probably going to remember forever. Yeah, that's that's really a big deal for me. And this situation was no different. This is a couple that we have been interacting with for a period of time. They are listeners of the show and they are, they are supporters of the show. And so we've been interacting with them for a, quite a while. And we had the opportunity to meet them because they came to Vegas for uh, a visit. They Not necessarily for us, they just came to Vegas. They don't live that far away and they come here quite often. So we had the chance to meet them and we went to uh, went out to a club. We had a chance to kind of hang out with them there and get to know them a little bit. And then there they, was not a lot of talking no. at the club, though. I think back to that. And I sat down and talked to them on the couch for a few minutes and was talking to them about their lifestyle experiences and what they were kind of looking for. And I got the sense at that point that they were maybe angling for you to play with her if you guys hit it off. So that was what was really interesting to me. And I told you that and you're like, well, I didn't get that at all. Yeah, no, you always pick up on that. You know how terrible I am at that. And leading up to that evening, I was actually corresponding with the husband of the couple and he and I were just chatting about, you know, really the lifestyle in general and getting together and, you know, looking forward to seeing each other and meeting for the first time, very kind of benign stuff. And he asked me some questions about the hot wife lifestyle kind of scene here. And we talked a little bit about that. But then, of course, we got a chance to meet them. And you meet people in person a lot of times that you've been digitally communicating with. And it's like, oh, wow, just, you know, what a great couple. The truth is they're fucking phenomenal. They were so much fun, so pleasant, just a just a couple of really fucking cool people. And I enjoyed just hanging out with them. Yeah. So I didn't see that coming at all. And <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, you did. And you always pick that stuff up. I don't know how you do that. I think a woman can literally come up if unless a woman comes up to you and says, I want your cock broad. Ryan, you don't fucking know that no. they're interested. It's so crazy to see. Yeah, I don't I don't really pick up on that very well. No. So Yeah, you're kind of oblivious to that shit. Yeah, I guess I can be. And I, well, you know, the truth of the matter is, it's so fucking humbling. It's such an honor for someone to to say that to me and to approach me that way and even ask me to be a part of that. I never assume that that's going to be the case. I mean, that's really what it is. And when the husband kind of laid out for me where they were in the lifestyle and asked if I would be willing to meet them, talk to them, see if there was a connection in chemistry, which was a great way to put it. I mean, he, you know, they wanted to meet, let's meet for a drink, assess chemistry and see if there's a fit. And, you know, that's just the best way to do it, obviously. And, I, and you and I, that's kind of what, you know, the way we approach things too. Let's make sure that, you know, everybody is like-minded and it's all going to you know work out well. And especially that, you know, she and I have a connection. So what happened was he reached out 
and made it clear that there was some interest there. Again, I was surprised. And naturally you were like, well, I'm not. I kind of told you this was going to happen kind of thing. <laughs> and so we made plans. I could have written this script. <laughs> I don't think you could have written this one. Well, maybe not. I don't know the script. So. Not entirely. <laughs> uh, so he and I chatted uh, digitally and then made a plan to meet. They were staying at an amazing hotel on the Strip. And we decided to meet there. So we were close, obviously, to their room and determine if you know everybody was kind of on the same page. So I went. It was about, I don't know, seven o'clock at night or something like that. It was pretty early. So I got to say, too, the hotel, I haven't been inside of it. It's one of the only strip hotels that I haven't been inside. But I get the sense from seeing pictures and stuff online that it is fucking sexy. Do it you, is. Do you feel like that added to it a little bit? Yeah, well, let's, well, I'll get to that. But yes, this place is fucking sexy for sure. And I had not actually been inside of it either. I'd never been in it. And I was really impressed with it. It was very nice. I got there a little bit early, as I typically do. And I went to one of the lounges there and sat down and had a drink just to kind of collect myself and kind of, you know, get myself in the right mindset. And very quickly, they uh, sent me a text. They were also there early. So we met about 15 minutes prior to when we were going to meet and met them in this very cool spot, kind of off the beaten path. It was very private. And so, you know, he and I meet first. I believe she was in the restroom, just kind of freshening herself up, sat down, talked a little bit, and then she came out. And man, let me tell you, I got the chance to see her in a really sexy outfit the night we were at the club that Saturday. But when she came out dressed the way she was in this beautiful, elegant dress, the heels, the hair, I mean, she's just so fucking hot. What was the dress like? Black, slinky. Uh, she kind of had like a almost like a scarf type silky thing around her uh, upper body. Like to a keep shawl? Her... Yeah, kind like of. Like a but sexy one? Yeah, very soft uh, material, not heavy, not like grandma's shawl. Yeah, that's also, she's a very classy woman. I can just tell she from the so way well she carries put together. Her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she is so well put together. Great shoes too. Just everything about her was sexy. And she sat down next to me. He and I are kind of on either side of her flanking her in this kind of L-shaped seating <laughs> area. Flanking her. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. Not yet, no. And so... <laughs> We uh, we were just talking and just kind of getting comfortable. He and I were doing most of the talking. I really wanted to make sure that well, everyone was on the same page and they were comfortable with what potentially was going to happen because this is not something they've ever done before. Right. Now, about 30 minutes, I guess, go by. And I think we need to pause too because one of the things that we forgot to talk about is as you're getting ready to go, you're getting nervous. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. you typically do in these scenarios, which I never understand because they always go really well for you because you're incredibly charming and you're great in bed. So I don't know what you have to worry about, but you have a tendency to really get in your own head. Well, again, this is a first for them, which I knew. Now, now, now we're going to get into this. I didn't know how much of a first this was. <laughs> and if I had had that information, holy shit, would I have been nervous. So you thought this was just their first hot wife experience? Well, I knew it was. I knew that they had that they had not done this before where she kind of played separately from him. So that's a big deal, much like it was with Madison and Barry. That was a big fucking deal. I, I, the last thing I want to do, as I've said, is to be the guy that fucks up your first experience. Right. You know, I don't want, like, I want to be remembered for the good portion of that, not for the shitty part and it being terrible. Right. They remember it forever and they're like, oh, that fucking that asshole, guy, what Brian. A douche. Wow. Yeah, yeah don't Never want that. Never should have gone down that road. Yeah, that is not what I'm looking for. So... You know, I was, of course, concerned because I knew it was their first time. They're people that we genuinely liked. They were really fucking great people. And we've been, you know, in contact with them for a period of time. I didn't want it to be weird and have it be terrible. So that's always in the forefront of my mind. So after about 30 minutes of all of us talking, he excused himself, said, hey, I'm going to go, you know, gamble a little bit. I'll let you guys get acquainted and catch up with you later. 
So now she and I are sitting and this is the first time we are alone. Okay. Up until was that, was that nerve wracking for you? No, no, no. Much more comfortable for me because up until this point, she and I didn't have a tremendous amount of banter because it was really he and I doing most of the talking, and and I was in, interjecting with her to get you know more of her into the conversation. But now it's just she and I. Yeah. So now I can really assess what this potentially might be like. Sure. Right. And I could tell an in an instant that her demeanor changed. She became much more comfortable. She kind of adjusted herself where she was now facing me more. You know, she kind of adjusted her, her direction, how she was sitting to the my body left. language, yeah. Yeah, and I, I made no contact with her. I didn't touch her leg or her arm or any of that stuff. But now, of course, I'm looking directly at her. We're having a, you know, a conversation, not just lifestyle, but also life in general and just becoming more comfortable with one another. Was we, it flirtatious? Not entirely. No, it was just kind of getting to know you. I did ask if she wanted another drink. And at that point, it was like, we have an, either we have another drink and we sit here for 30 more minutes or we take this party upstairs. <laughs> and she excused herself for a moment. She went to the restroom. She came back and I said, look, we could either, you know, we can do this. We can go somewhere else, whatever you're comfortable with. She, and she said to me, I'm ready to go upstairs. Were you surprised? A little bit, but I was also, I felt good about that because I obviously wanted that to be her decision, not mine. And I said, whatever makes you happy, whatever works for you, I'm, I'm on board. So we collected our stuff and off we went. You talk about sexy. The fucking elevator in this place is sexy. Okay. <laughs> so as we... I, that definitely adds to it for me it too. Does. That's why... I think a lot of times people think we're just being uppity when we talk about, you know, finding the right place for a date. But yeah. to me, that's a huge part of it. If I'm in a loud place or there's a bunch of smoking or it, you know, it's dirty, that does not lend itself to me being in a sexual mindset. Yeah, well, let me tell you how this went down. So we get in this elevator and again, I mean, if you, if you wanted to have sex in the elevator, that's the place to fucking do it because it was really <laughs> fucking quite, quite nicely done. Except maybe not in Vegas because those elevators are very busy. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of funky <laughs> Unless shit. Unless you can find a way to stop it for a few minutes. <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's just, you know, how many, what is really on the floor, honestly, but it looks, I mean, the elevator is very sexy. You can have sex standing up. You could have figured it out. Totally can. So we get in the elevator. And I notice, of course, she she pushes the button. And I believe it was the 59th or 56th floor. Ooh, okay? fancy. Way up there. So naturally, my, my ears are fucking getting clogged on the way up this thing. And I thought, this is going to be really interesting. I've not been in this hotel before, and it's very fucking cool. We get up, the elevator opens up. And, you know, in Vegas, if you, people who don't know, maybe haven't been here before, whenever a room is is further down a hallway in the Vegas, nicer it is. the nicer the room gets. Yeah. Okay. We're at the end of the fucking hall. This is a corner unit. This this room is on a corner. I can tell that when we got to the door. So we get inside this thing and holy shit, is it fucking nice. And it is way the fuck up there. <laughs> two sides. It's, it's, it's a corner unit. The entire two sides are windows. Oh, I love that. A phenomenal fucking view. I mean, it's just really nicely Is done. it overlooking the strip? Absolutely it is. Yeah. Matter of fact, it was adjacent. You could, you're looking at the Bellagio fountains right out to one of the windows. That's really, an experience. I still think yeah. back to the time that I fucked the gentleman here when we came in August and yes. I was overlooking the city while he's banging me on the couch. Oh my God. Very hot. Yes. Well, in this place had a you know living room, dining room, kitchen, the whole nine. Oh, damn. So we get, I take my jacket off. We, I lay it on the couch. We sit down on the couch. She's now next to me. She's to my right at this point. 
Now things are, we're closer now. We're sitting closer together on this couch. And within just a few minutes of conversation, I asked her if I could kiss her. She said, absolutely. And we just start making out on the couch. And within maybe 30 seconds of that, she is now straddling me. She's on my lap. So what's the chemistry like? I mean, is it clear that there's a lot of heat between you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm, I cannot speak for how she was feeling. I was super fucking worked up. There's no, <laughs> no question. I was already, yeah, rock hard while she's on my lap. So What's so interesting about that, too, is her, like, straddling you. I mean, did you pull her onto you or did she just get onto you? Well, we were making out. She was to my right. And... It's, I think there was a little bit of kind of, a little bit of both, actually. There was definitely some cooperation on her part to get on top of me. Because she seems very kind of, what's the right word? She's very, beca- I think because she's so classy and sophisticated, it doesn't necessarily come across as the type that's going to just crawl on top of your lap. But the fact that she can be bold, that's very hot. Well, you know, here's the thing. She's an absolute sex kitten. So she gets <laughs> on my lap and this this dress that she has on now, of course, gets hiked up and she's got these fucking phenomenal garters on. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Now it's all over for me. You know what happens. Oh, you got yes. Thighheiser garters and I'm in. It doesn't matter. They are your kryptonite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like almost like she knew. So... <laughs> You know, and I think it is for most guys, though, to be honest. I would like to I, think that's so. That's a pretty safe bet that if you're wearing thigh highs or garters and you're with a man, they're going to be interested. I would hope so, because I certainly was. And, you know, she's on my lap and you saw her. She's got an amazing fucking body. She's just so sexy and she's slight. She's like your height. Man, she's just so fucking hot. So, of course, um, the dress is a little bit hiked up. So my hands are on her ass. We are making out hardcore. Was she wearing panties? She was. So... Not a whole lot of panties, but they were panties. <laughs> so uh, at one point, I kind of take the shit. It was a strapped dress. The, dra- the straps were going over her shoulders. I took those down, and now she's basically topless, but you know has the dress kind of around her waist. And again, we're making out. She has pierced nipples, super fucking hot, amazing breasts. Like, just amazing. Interesting. I would not picture her as someone with pierced nipples either. Me either, but it gets better. Well, her hair, right? She's got this great fucking hair. So she's got it tied up. It's kind of this light pinkish color and it's really short in the back and it's just so fucking sexy and she's got kind of little pigtails going on yeah i mean it, it, it's 100 percent like the entire package is just what it is yeah so eventually we i said something to her to the effect of should we go in the other room she says absolutely so you know me i'm dressed i got a fucking suit on i gotta take all these clothes off i fold them up put them on the chair oh dear lord you got to go through the whole process well she's yeah. probably thinking take your fucking clothes just off get dude. your fucking clothes off jack <laughs> meanwhile she now goes into the bedroom and she is uh standing at the foot of the bed or the side of the bed i have now gotten everything off so i'm naked and i come in there and so again we're making out just a few minutes kissing at the at the foot of the bed and she i take her panties off she gets on the bed she's on her back so right away i start licking her pussy and of course to my absolute delight she's also pierced there what yes Yes, oh my yes, goodness. yes. Yes. So that is hot. It is. And she has the prettiest pussy. It, it's amazing. It, it really is like her whole body was just so fucking sexy. She also has tattoos. So she's got some ink with the piercings and just the whole, again, it's the whole package. So she's on the bed. I'm going down on her. I don't even know how long this went on. For. Do you like licking a pierced clit? I do. It's so much fun because you always want to know exactly how to to move a woman right you want to know what makes her really tick and and how to get her to the to the point of ecstasy that she is you know wants to be you're pierced it's a fucking bullseye 
It's a bullseye. <laughs> I didn't think about you that. You know, hey guys, if you haven't figured it out, if there's a piercing, just go to the piercing. <laughs> go to the piercing. It's like a beacon, right? That there's is hilarious. No guesswork. The guesswork is gone. So on top of which, of course, her nipples are pierced. So I'm playing with those. So you need to be pay attention to these areas because they're highlighted for you. Right. Right. It's like highlighted notes in a fucking book. You can't fuck this up. You know, <laughs> I'm sure some guys still could fuck it up. Let's be real. <laughs> I'm certain. However, I was absolutely trying not to. I truly don't know how much time I spent licking her. I was just loving it. And as often as she was having an orgasm, I'm fucking licking. That's so she just keeps coming and coming? A couple of times at least that I can recall. Oh, that's and hot. And so now, I'm listen, I'm fucking worked up because she smells fucking amazing. Her skin is silky soft. She is sexy. She is moving around and writhing around and moaning. So now I've got to get closer to her. So now I start paying a little bit more attention to her breasts and I'm kind of kissing her all over her stomach and her neck. And, you know, we're making out a little bit. Trying, of course, to ascertain just what level of kind of intensity and aggression she's looking for in this experience. So once I get a pretty good handle on that, I'm, I'm, I'm staying pretty even. I'm not trying to amp it up or anything. You know, there's no spanking or hair pulling or any of that going on. That's a little extreme for the first it time. It does. My hand, however, does make it around her neck to the front and the back of her neck. So kind of guiding her toward me. And, and you know, so of course we're making out. And I want to make this clear to give everyone a complete picture of how fucking into this gal I was and just how hot she is. I do not believe at any point she ever sucked my cock. Wow. It wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking about it. That's interesting. I truly was not thinking about it. So this is happening for a, a period of time. And again, making out, I'm paying a lot of attention to the pierced areas, gentlemen, pay attention. And eventually I turn <laughs> her over. For all those women that have all three pierced, I think. Anything. If it's pierced, just pay attention <laughs> to it. So eventually I turn her over very gently on her stomach and I start going down on her from behind. Which and is one of your favorite things to do. I love that. And of course, I mean, the best ass, just super silky smooth ass and just smells good. Everything about her smelled good. Yeah, you got to lotion the ass. I feel like a lot of people forget to do she that. She was lotioned all over. So my hands are kind of rubbing up and down her back. She's short, so I can almost reach her head while my face is buried in her ass <laughs> so i'm touching all over her and I, I mean i just can't help myself she just felt so good so of course i'm licking her from behind now I've, i very gently start teasing her around her ass just to see if this is something she's interested in i always know if you're interested uh, a pointer if you shove your fucking ass in my face <laughs> which thankfully she did That's and usually i had a pretty good i sign. had no problem getting as far in there as i could get which i totally fucking did and again i have no idea how much time i spent providing her oral because i was just enjoying the shit out of it yeah and i was not concerned about reciprocation i honestly didn't even give it a thought so i didn't care you know which made it that much easier for me to just kind of do my thing eventually back on her she gets back to her back and I maybe just nibbled on her thighs a little bit and her stomach and her breast and just kind of played there a little. And eventually I get a condom. I had a number of them in my pocket. I put them on the nightstand. There was a nightstand there to the, on the side of the bed. And so now we start having sex and she is uh, on her back. And I am here to tell you, as good as she tasted, she felt every bit as good. And we are in that position for a good period of time. I am touching her all over. I am kissing her. I am nibbling on her obviously paying attention to the breasts because they are pierced once again and just trying to find the level of intensity. You know what I mean? 
yeah, that's how hard really, to bite. really important because yeah. people are so different in that way. Yes. Yeah. The sensitivity is really, there's a variance. The depth and the speed, because we talked about this last week. Everything. Two very, very different things. And you got to pay attention to both. Yeah. I'm just listening and getting the cues from her physically. And so while I'm penetrating her and just absolutely having at it, I'm biting her nipples a little bit and, and kind of nibbling on them and playing with them just to kind of see what what the combination is, honestly. And once I realized what seemingly was working the best, I stuck to that. And it was <laughs> fucking insane. There was a period of time where it was obvious that she was having an orgasm and she clenched a little bit, not obviously to the level of you, but I that's how I know this is working. And once not that death happens- grip on your cock. No. But once that <laughs> happens for me, it's really like all of the weight is lifted. Right. Because I, I, I feel like I have a pretty good handle on what's happening. Yeah. So I'm just doing exactly what I'm what I've been doing and it's working. So I've got her legs up in the air. Her legs are crossed. Eventually I turn her over and now I'm fucking her from behind. Very much a similar situation. She's on her knees at one point. Then I lay her down, straddle her. Uh, you know, my hands are on her ass. They're on her shoulders They're rubbing her back. I'm kind of kissing the back of her neck and adding a little bit of weight, a little pressure to her. Now, again, she's slight. I don't want to you know, squish her <laughs> lay on, completely on top of her, just trying to gauge where we are with all of that. And the entire time, you know, she's either turning her head all the way around so that she and I are, you know, we're making out potentially during a lot of this. And my hands are on her breasts from behind. This goes on for a period of time. And I'm telling you, I lost track of time. I have no fucking idea how long this went on for. Okay. So at some point I rolled her back over uh, onto her back and now we're just making out again because I'm enjoying myself and I don't want to, don't seem like I'm trying to rush through this thing because I'm not, I'm, I, but I also didn't want to take up a lot of time because from the time we left the bar where all of us were, I don't know how long it's been. You've lost right? all track of time. I have no fucking idea if it's been an hour or two hours. I have no clue. That's how you know it's good. Yes. But I also don't want to be greedy right you know and disrespectful piss off the husband yeah. yeah and i don't want him to think like i've completely abandoned him i just i'm just enjoying myself and it was so fluid i was actually thinking much like uh that situation with madison to some degree for a person that has never done this before she seems so relaxed so i started to think to myself well if she's this relaxed then this is going well, and I felt good about that. Yeah, she's so, not worrying about. No, she her didn't hubby seem to be stressing. Yeah. No, so as long as she wasn't, I thought, don't get in your own head. Let her dictate whether or not this continues or for how long. And at some point, of course, I did stop. We were making out again, and I'm just trying to pay attention to her all over, touching her and kissing her. I changed condoms, and then we started having sex again. And that's when I realized she was on her back and. It was probably, in my mind anyway, it was every bit of probably another 20 minutes or so that this is going on. Of just and straight fucking? Yes. And That's I thought, hot. well, I'm sweating. I'm <laughs> literally sweating. I'm trying not to drip on her. You were going to work. She can tell that I was sweating. And at one point she actually reached up and brushed some of it off my forehead. So clearly, you know, we were having at it for a period of time. And that's how I knew this was going on for a while and continued having sex. It was just so fucking hot. And eventually I came, she came, then I came and- then, of course, you always have, I have in the back of my mind, okay, what happens now? Is this going to be awkward? You know, there's always that that split second of time where you're like, okay, I hope this doesn't get weird. Well, it's, yeah, especially with someone who's so freaking new at this, you Brand know? Brand new. As it turns out, 
It wasn't fucking weird at all. It was super comfortable. We laid there for a minute. I got myself cleaned up, came back to the bed, and she was laying uh, kind of on her side facing me on her, let's call it her left side. And so we're just kind of laying there. We're just kind of touching a little bit and and coming down from what we had just been through. And at some point between then and the time we stood up at the foot of the bed and went into the next room where we, I started to get dressed because my clothes were in the living room. We were talking about their experience at this. And again, I reiterated to her how amazing that was and, and how honored I was that this was their first experience. She then divulges to me that this is the first time she has been with anyone ever, that she has had penetrative sex with anyone other than her husband in like 27 years. That's fucking crazy. Well, then, of course, I thought if I had known that before (laughs) this, I have no idea what would have been in my fucking head. I'm just telling you right now, it's probably a very good thing that it didn't, that you didn't know about it because you were so neurotic getting ready to leave the house. I don't think you would have gone through with it had you known that. Well, I would have, but I just would have been so fucking nervous, you know? I mean, because that's a lot of pressure. Now, listen, it was fucking hot. She tasted amazing. Her body is awesome, silky, smooth. She smelled so good and she's just so sexy. And at the same time, she's also quiet. There's a quietness about her. Yeah, that's why I was saying like that kind of sophistication. She seems kind of... It's sultry. Yeah, that's what it is. That That's a much better word. She's very sultry. Really sultry. At the same time, however, sex kitten. I'm just here to tell you. I'm telling ladies that can do both are my favorite in the entire world. My goodness. When I, I'm just, listen, when she pushed her ass into my face, I was like, oh yeah, she's, this is going to be good. Like, oh, <laughs> this is all right. Okay. She's naughty. All yes. right. I'm liking this. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, she is. So, you know, when she said that to me, I was, listen, again, I was honored to, I didn't even, I'm not even sure entirely what I said to her because I don't think I could have done that moment any justice whatsoever. And so about that time, she she texted her husband, let him know that we were finished and he was on his way up. So I stuck around. Obviously, I wanted to say goodbye and thank you and, you know, and what let him know what an amazing time I had had and how much I appreciate them, obviously. So when he came in, we were talking for a few minutes. And of course, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, man, I I sincerely hope that when I leave, you guys just ravage each other and that this turns into hot sweaty monkey sex for the next you know till the sun comes up because that's a huge fucking deal to me yeah i I cannot imagine what that must have been like for either of them well think back to our first time reconnecting and how fucking crazy it was i mean we literally fucked for like three and a half hours straight Yeah, but we weren't we also weren't married for 27 years no that's very true we also weren't in vegas overlooking the strips there's a lot of elements of like this should have been awesome yeah no this should (laughs) have <laughs> so fucking hot. So of course I, I said, listen, I'm going to get out of here. I want to get out of your hair. I, you guys, you know, have a great night. Please let me know uh, that you made it home safely because they were leaving the next day. I, I hope you guys have an amazing time and you know, that kind of thing. So I, of course, come, I get in the car, I call you. It's like 10 o'clock. Yeah. So this had been over three hours, yep. right? So every bit of two hours that she and I were together, and I thought, man, that that's crazy. Like, I, I honestly didn't realize it was that long. It yeah. never even occurred to me because it was just so seamless. And I guess that's the part of this that I find the most interesting. Much like the situation with, you know, with Madison, her, their first time, it was, you know, this couple's first time. It can go either way, right? It could either be a fucking home run 
or a total train wreck. I don't think it can be in the middle. Right. In situations like this. Right. Right. It's not like, oh, yeah, it was okay. It's either going to be holy shit. Not the first time. No. Maybe the 10th time, but not the first time. Not the first time. The first time, it's like you either totally hit it out of the park or you really fucked up big time and ruined these people's experience. And that was the last thing I wanted. And so fortunately, the next day, obviously, when we... I, I. sent them a message. Hey, guys, have a safe flight. I really hope this was a great experience for you. He sent me this amazing message, which I shared with you about what an experience it was for them. And man, you just talk about weight lifted off my shoulders. It is truly the last thing that <laughs> okay, I want. Okay, I'm not a total fucking douche. Yeah. No, yeah, like, okay, I'm not the single guy tip of the week. It's the last fucking thing that I want to be. And You, you are know, the single guy tip of the week in a good way. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, I, I suppose so. But I just felt so fucking fortunate. And again, when you and I get back together and I'm having this conversation with you, the weight of not knowing that there was this this gap of time that she had never been with anybody else i was like i was blown away i must have said it to you three times like holy shit that is crazy yes and why me like why would they i mean i'm just lucky there's no fucking doubt about it i mean i I need to find some wood and knock on that shit it's interesting because i think it was kind of the same thing with madison i mean i think obviously when people listen to our show they get to know us on a lot of different levels and so even though we don't necessarily know them i mean obviously we do because we listen to madison show but we don't know them on a personal level but there is a lot of very intimate things that they know about you just from listening to your voice every week i guess so i think that there's a certain level of trust that's built into that which is both awesome and kind of nerve-wracking because if you don't live up to it yeah then it's a fucking problem yeah it's okay if you don't live up to it if you're a total fucking stranger yeah yeah but you know if you know somebody and there's some you know that you have kind of this rapport built up i mean of course we've digitally communicated with them for a long period of time and that's why there's a lot of listeners that reach out and they're like, if I'm ever in Vegas, we should hang out. And I always think to myself, God, if you listen to me every week and you think I'm awesome and you meet me and I'm totally fucking not or I'm awkward or you, yeah. I'm not what you think I'm going to be. That's a lot of fucking pressure. It really is. And I, I got to tell you, in a situation like this, especially having it been like the second time in kind of a short period of time, I truly cannot express how honored I am by by being asked to be that person twice. You're the hot wife whisperer. That's what you are. It's almost like the first time, like with Madison and Barry, it's like, man, what a unique one-time experience, you know, once in a lifetime thing. Twice with, and let me be clear, two amazing couples and two spectacular women. This gal is so fucking hot, so sensual, uh, again, sultry and sexy. Uh, Listen, uh, there's no way that anyone could understand how lucky I am to have had this experience. Yeah, I think you're also in a very unique position because the vast majority of hot wife husbands or hot wife male partners aren't also going out and playing as the bull with other couples. Right. So you have a very unique advantage in that way. You see it from two very different perspectives and you see it from obviously the the men that we interact with and the lessons that we've learned both good and bad with all of that and being able to take that into situations where you're then playing as the single guy. I mean, how many people have that opportunity to play with someone like you that has that much knowledge on both sides of the coin. Well, that also speaks to our relationship, yours and mine, because I don't know that a lot of hot wife couples are set up that way. Well, the vast majority of true hot wife couples, the male doesn't play with anyone but her, right. or at least it's very it's rare. rare. Yeah, or they play as a couple or whatever the case may be, or he's present, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, look, I'm lucky in a lot of ways, not the least of which was to have had this experience with this gal. Wow, is she fucking hot? And I could not be happier. It was it was amazing. 
Yeah, I'm so glad you had that experience, and I'm so glad that you were their first experience. Although you may fuck up the curve because you know finding someone, yeah. <laughs> finding someone who gets the lifestyle quite as much as you do, looking for the next single guy. It's you know they're gonna they're probably gonna go through a few frogs before they get to the next. Prince. Well, I'm just throwing it out there. If you know uh, you can't find anybody, give me a shout. <laughs> fuck yeah, that was hot. <laughs> Yeah, twist your arm. You're going to have to really be convinced to be this with this woman again. I can tell just by the look on your face <laughs> as you're retelling the story. Yeah, it's yeah, I'm I'm absolutely up to up to the task. I will I will throw my throw my hat in the ring for sure. Yeah, I'm so glad you all had that experience. Now, I will tell you guys, we've had a lot of people reaching out and asking us about some bisexual play going on in our relationship about some of the things we have coming up for 2022 in terms of exploring that. And we're sharing that exclusively right now with our Patreon members. We actually just recorded this week's bonus episode. And for those of you who are reaching out and asking about it, you can find it by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash front porch swingers. We of course have lots of other bonuses there as well. And we would really appreciate your support. So if you consider doing that, we would love you for it. And we want to say a very big thank you to the newest members of our Patreon community who this week are Chantel, Maddie, Lindsay, Alexander, and Michelle. Thank you guys for jumping on board with us. And we have so much fun going on on OnlyFans right now. Mostly me, because I'm naughty. We have a couple of very big things coming up on there as well. I will say, for those of you who are already on our OnlyFans, you will be seeing a lot more and maybe even naughtier of the same that you've been seeing. And what I mean by that is, I'm getting fucked. For OnlyFans. I uh, was not sure that I was going to go down that road, but I've had so much fun doing it that I'm not going to stop. So if you want to see it, head on over to OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers today. We would also love for you to find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod Media and TikTok at Front Porch Swingers. We're also on YouTube at Front Porch Swingers. And what else do we have? Lots. 2022 is going to, man, it's probably going to be a blur. It's going to go by fast. We already have four months of uh, events planned that we'll be talking about as we get a little bit closer. And I'm just looking forward to all of the cool shit we have on deck. Maybe this will be the year I find my cook. Maybe. We have some fun there. Maybe this will be the year I get gangbanged. We're trying. Really keeping my fingers crossed. Birthday's That's what I coming asked up. for for my birthday. Birthday's I don't need up. fucking jewelry or flowers or anything. I want a gangbang. Yeah. Well, it's easier to get jewelry and flowers. <laughs> I'm sure it is. But guess what? You're not off the hook that easily. No, so. apparently not. <laughs> so stay tuned for all of that fun. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.